Whatever you love, do more of that. Beautiful. Whatever you have resistance around, do less of that. Love and kindness is everything. Because when you are more loving and kinder to yourself, you need less, but you want more. Because your cup now, rather than being empty, going, I need, I need, I need, I need, your cup is so full that the overflow you just want to share with others. Beautiful. When you're happy where you are, the big thing that changes in your life, you move from an idea that you need to achieve to you want to achieve. Because when you're happy, you want to give. If someone makes you happy, your automatic response that's always been in you is compassion. You want to be be compassionate to that person. You want to do something for them. Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, and engage the world through learning, problem-solving, and creativity. Talk Wellness with Anjan. This episode of Talk Wellness is powered by the Reconnect Heartfulness Initiative. The Heartfulness Initiative is a seven-dimensional wellness enablement program for you to be at your best human condition through a scientific approach to mental health and overall well-being. Reconnect believes in the power of love, empathy and human connection, in healing mental illness and empowering humans to be aligned with their purpose for holistic growth. Be a part of the mental strength movement. Visit reconnectheartfulness.com. Talk wellness with Anjan. Now in this episode, I have an exceptional guest. He's a luminary in his field, an inspirational speaker, a mental performance coach, author and plant-based athlete. He's he coaches people to tap into their full potential and perform at their best by transforming their bodies, their minds and their spirits, delivering high-impact coaching programs and giving people optimum certainty, energy and obsession, which I found out is your coinage for CEO. I love it. Mm. Uh, JPDV, also known as Jean-Pierre de Villiers. Did I pronounce that right? Perfectly. UK-based, but in Dubai for a week. So I've had the privilege of having him on the show. Thank you so much for joining us on Talk Wellness. Anjan, brother, thank you so much for having me. Pleasure to be here. A pleasure is all mine. Let's let's start with your journey. How, how did it all start for you? So I'm from, as you can hear, I'm not from the UK. Well, a little bit, but I'm originally from Cape Town, South Africa. And I grew up with a life that really wasn't what I wanted. My parents did their best and my role models did their best, Beautiful. but I didn't like what I was presented. And I, at 20 years old, escaped from that reality, went to the UK. But because I had no guidance, once again, respect to my parents, but no one ever told me about goals or mindset or language or visualization, I ended up with the wrong thoughts and therefore in the wrong place around the wrong people. Mm. Went to the UK at 20, ended up at 23, a hedonist, party boy, looking for validation, success, acceptance, all of the things that really aren't healthy. And it ended up with me being a DJ, thinking that I'm a rock star when I'm around everyone else, only to realize every time you're alone and you're not consuming external things, you're actually rock bottom. Mm. So 23, I hit rock bottom. I went back to the UK after DJing in Riga, Latvia, and decided that if I can get my life wrong decision by decision, I'm gonna figure out how to get my life right. Beautiful. And I didn't wanna be a coach, speaker, author, athlete, any of those things. I just wanted to save me because I believed deep down that I could live a better life. And I did that decision by decision from personal development, books, audios, tapes, movies, courses, workshops, mentors, seminars. And, uh, and then two years later, I'd completely transformed my life inside, outside, mind, body, spirit, soul. And I thought if I can go from rock bottom to feeling again like a rock star, but in a natural, healthy, vital, energetic, sustainable way. Anybody else can also. And I want to teach them that. Wow. I want to be the bridge for people to go from where I was to where I was now. And because it was all skills that I was learning, I dedicated the rest of my life to learning how to be a better human being. And I've been doing that for 17 years. And from 25 years old, I've been coaching, speaking, and writing, and doing ultra challenges and professional sports. And yeah, I'm living the dream. JP, not to flatter you, I, I do this show day in and day out. Mm. But, and I've had so many guests. This is the first time I have goosebumps while hearing somebody's <laughs> story, man. Serious. Wow, amazing. Let's talk about this coinage, right? Certainty, energy, and mm. obsession, which also stands for CEO. How did you come up with it? What's the story behind that? So, Growing up in South Africa, as you would probably know, we're big into sports. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I fell in love with sports. Whether you think of it as a healthy strategy or a crutch to escape reality, 
I found sport. Now, I got goosebumps because all the memories are coming back. <laughs> it's mirror neurons also. Yeah. <laughs> and I use sports as a way to feel good. Mm. Now, at 23 years old, I go back to the UK. I don't feel good. And I said, okay, what do I need to do to start changing things for me? First things first, I was then to learn years later through Tony Robbins, physiology sure. is the first place you change. So I just knew that I wanted to change how I was feeling and I got back into fitness. So my career as a coach, being able to influence others to be better, started from the cornerstone of health and fitness. So I started working on the physical. Now, as you work on the physical, as everyone knows, you change your energy. And when you change your energy, you change your life. After three years of being a fitness coach. And, and this is beautiful, just mm. to interrupt you, because even in the yogic practice, asana, which means postural practice, mm. always comes before dhyana, which is roughly translated as meditation, or dharana, which is self-awareness and self-introspection. Yeah, so yeah. first the body, this is beautiful. So it's crazy like how my journey ended up is almost like, well, it's not almost like, I was meant to do this, Anjan. Mm. So I started with the physical first, and it's easy to do the physical. Sure. If you look at mind, body, spirit, transformation of self, it's easy to transform the physical body, go for a run, or go for multiple runs. Then the mind, I realized after three years of doing fitness coaching that the reason why I was so successful was because I wasn't speaking to the body of my client, right. I was speaking to their mind. Mm. So quickly I transitioned to being, being a mental coach. And then at 30 I realized if you can have the good body, if you can have the good mind, but you're still suffering what is missing, it's because you haven't healed your own heart, you haven't healed your wounds, you haven't transcended your own inner limitations and therefore you're just pushing the mind, pushing the body, but still not feeling okay and therefore not thriving. So I went from physical to mental to spiritual fitness and teaching this to people that I love to help so the physical is the energy in becoming your own life ceo okay the mindset is the certainty we okay. all know that when you change your thoughts you change your confidence and your certainty absolutely the conscious choice you make absolutely and then the obsession is the heart the passion the purpose i love it when you heal the spirit you want to live in your truth your calling and you will not settle for anything else and you don't wake up out of bed saying i have to do this you say thank you god i get to do this sure so that's where the ceo comes in you want to own your life be your own life ceo work on the body the mind and the spirit that is so smart talk wellness with anjan as you're an international speaker and you speak at a lot of different forums mm. You've seen that many people have this curiosity about going to different courses and going to different classes. And we were talking about this yesterday on the phone also. Let's address that a bit. Yeah, most people are always looking for the next thing, right? The extraordinary to achieve something that's outside of where they are right now. And they look at by seeking something external. And, and this is no exaggeration, it's most people. Mm -hmm. But the reason why the course doesn't work, the, the coaching doesn't work, that you go back to how you were before a personal trainer or you pick up a book, you have new awareness that you never ever act on. Or you listen to a new show like Talk Wellness. Or you listen to a great show like oh, Talk sweet. Wellness. Thanks. The reason why nothing changes is because you haven't changed. Mm. And everything, this is not my quote, and I'm sure I'm paraphrasing here, but we always go back to who we believe we are. Tony Robbins would say it like, we, the, um, the most consistent driving force in the world is to stay consistent with who we believe we are. So if I believe, let's say we use a one to 10 scale from not enough, one out of 10 to 10 enough, you know, 10 out of 10 being completely enough. And we live our life at five out of 10. It doesn't matter what experience, course, workshop, seminar you do to take you to six, seven or eight. If you don't have the belief that you can live in that space energetically yes. in every cell of your body, you're never going to get there or you will get there and you will find a way to self-sabotage. You will find a way to give your money away, your success away, your career away because you don't believe, not even consciously, but at a deep unconscious level you do not believe that you deserve to be there and that is why look it's my industry personal mm -hmm. development it has been for almost two decades but that is why people in personal development make so much money mm -hmm. because they hype people up they speak to their hearts they speak to their emotions they use NLP they use persuasion tools to get them to come back again to create the feeling from the external that they can have more but the feeling has to be created on the inside first so stop studying stop 
stop doing everything that's keeping you busy and spend more time going within and searching the true meaning of why it is that you're here, who you are, and Beautiful. understanding yourself. Like the Bible says in many scriptures, uh, relate to this and it's about knowing thyself very true even in Vedanta which is the end of the Vedas the main study is who am I and this mm. philosophy is called Advaita or the philosophy of non-duality and I love what you said because my teacher used to say the same thing he said you cannot change your personality unless you change your person mm, beautifully said and I think this is the essence of why I, I tell all my students stop falling for the marketing and you think coaches are equally responsible for this and not just the students who don't have the discernment mm. to go and find out how they can increase their self-worth and they're chasing their spiritual shopping or course shopping. I, uh, I have a client that once said to me, JP, do you know you're actually your, you're a victim of your own success? Success meaning I'm good at coaching. And I said, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, when people work with you, they get it and they realize that they can be more on their own and they don't need to do all these things. So that's, right. that's why my clients stay with me anything from three months to two years because after that, they just get it. Yeah. They understand that actually everything that I was looking for actually is within me. Mm. And to give an example that everyone can relate to on this show, it's you know thinking that you're going into the gym to lose 10 kilos only to lose five kilos, but be happy because you realize that you attached your happiness to 10 kilos, but having a good coach made you realize that actually you can be happy without a number on the scale. Very true. It's about changing the identity. Your life isn't messed up. Your beliefs are messed up. Don't, we don't need to get other people to believe in us. We need to believe in ourselves first. And that sounds generic. It sounds simple. It sounds like something everyone says, but here's something that doesn't get said. Until you do this, stuff isn't going to change. So stop keeping yourself busy doing things that everyone else tells you to do because you'll end up where everyone else is. You know where that is? Keep doing more bloody courses. <laughs> That's I where everyone that. yes. else is. Very true. People that are successful don't go to courses and workshops over and over again. They apply, they raise their awareness, and then here's the kicker, Anjan, they act on that awareness. The action, yes. Until you have acted on the awareness of who it is that you need to be and become, Stop getting into more action. So, Act first on the awareness that you already know. Maybe someone is listening to this right now thinking, I know I lack belief in myself mm. in a certain area. Well, you cannot take that belief to your next level. Otherwise, you'd already be there. That's right. That's right. And this is when we need a drum roll. <laughs> Don't do more courses. So let's talk about some of the tips or the leading edge strategies that you use with your clients in the corporate world and in, with individuals on how to help them work at this belief level. So the first thing is to trust your intuition. Similar to what I said just a minute ago, your life isn't messed up. Your ability to trust your own intuition is messed up. Mm. All of us are looking for guidance. And look, my career is based on giving people guidance. Sure. I have my own coaches, mentors, advisors, but the truest guide the most powerful guide for the work that we need to do is our own intuition. And, you know, you just shared something when we were, I guess, off, off mic <laughs> or, and off camera. And it was that there is the third eye, which is our all-seeing eye. The eye that sees outwards and inwards is actually in the cells of our body. Mm. But people don't slow down long enough to feel what is my intuition telling me. And I've done a lot of amazing studies and apprenticeships in my life, and I've studied with a Shaolin monk. And he said it so simply, there is no other guide greater than our own feelings. Beautiful. And this, this guide was gifted to us at birth. Yes. I wish for the world, I'm feeling emotional now, I wish for the world more trust in their own internal guidance system that was gifted to them by God at birth. And from the day you were born, even before you were born, to the day you die, you will have this guidance system. Yes. Do not ignore it. Do not look for external guidance before you go inside and ask yourself, who am I? Why am I here, etc.? And this is the first thing that I share with my clients and anyone that's willing to listen, because I'm not for everyone. It's to trust your own intuition. What does that look like? Or how can they do it? Ask yourself. 
if this does this feel good because if it feels good it's probably right and if it feels bad it's probably wrong there is no other way for our intuition our body mind soul to speak to us other than emotions i'm going to say mm. that again because it's incredibly powerful there is no other way for your being to speak to you no other way other than how you are feeling in every moment if this doesn't resonate with you what i'm saying then probably it means that your intuition is saying this guy is not for you mm. but if anything with this message resonates with you something in this message is speaking to you and it's showing up manifesting in your own physical mental emotional state and it's god and the universe saying listen i'm speaking to you through this vehicle because that's all i am is a vehicle that's all you are is a vehicle so trust your feelings trust your emotions and if you just did it day by day moment by moment moment by moment decision by decision you will change your life for the better absolutely because god as the universe the all being the divine is guiding you in every moment if and when you're willing to listen in tantra we call this the three yeses so when you can resonate at the three levels which is your body your mm. mind or intellectual body and then your spirit with yes 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 and that's the only time you should accept that decision i love what you just said i've heard yes 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 right in personal development but i've never heard a yes for the body yes for the mind yes for the soul the spirit yes yeah. because tan tan the word tan which is the root of tantra also means mind body spirit construct tana in hindi in the regular language means body so tana can also mean mind so the mm. and tra comes from trayati which is expansion so the expansion of this device which is called the mind body spirit in tantra they don't say the mind and the body it's mind body spirit it's one unit uh, embodied kind of unit and expansion of all three is tantra <laughs> I love that. I'm so glad we are aligned on this. I'm going to want to learn some more from you, I think. No, I'm learning from you. Talk wellness with Anjan. This episode of Talk Wellness is powered by the Reconnect Heartfulness Initiative. Be a part of the mental strength movement. Visit reconnectheartfulness.com. Talk wellness with Anjan. We also wanted to address the idea that when people keep going to courses sometimes they do things that doesn't suit their disposition. Ah, oh, this is something I love to talk about. <laughs> so, also with my clients, right? Why do people come work with me? I'm a performance coach, so I help people change the way they think so they can change the way they perform, right? F- focusing mostly on mental. Then you touch on the sp- spiritual and, and physical, but it's mostly mental work that I do. It's funny mental work because it's quite mental as well. And it's work. not work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things that I ask my clients is where do you feel like you have suffering in your life? Mm. And it's not just about you know removing this doing less of this doing more of that to remove suffering and to have more love and happiness and fulfillment and success and joy sometimes it's completely moving in another direction everyone has a nature to quote einstein something that most people have probably heard everyone is born a genius but if you judge a fish on its ability to climb a tree it'll live its whole life believing it's stupid now The reason why I want to share this is because there's a lot of people in the world that have suffering because they can't understand why they're not successful. Yes. And why JP is or why Anjan is, how were they able to make it happen or how was she able to make it happen? Ah ah. The reason is, and of course I'm generalizing here, is because you were meant never meant to do that thing. Society messed you up. school messed you up your parents messed you up your friends messed you up media social media the government whatever there's many things that can become external influences on our life that affect what we believe we should do when actually we never ever meant to do that thing let me give you an example anjan i thought because i had a lot of lack growing up that more and bigger equaled better. Mm. It wasn't until I shrunk my entire business to realize that small boutique bespoke coaching is what I love to do. Mm. And I went from wanting to 
coach the whole world and charge the whole world. Two, I'm going to inspire the whole world to the best of my ability, but I only work with 10 people. Wow. And that was understanding my nature. So, so the, the, the key here is to, in, to not go after things that you're, not, that you're never meant to go after. Stop trying to excel at things that you're never meant to excel at is to discover what is your own true nature. And this very much is wrapped up in, in, in Buddhist philosophy yes. and knowing that there is suffering, we create suffering, we can remove our suffering and there is a path. And on that path, you've got to go within and also go back into your life and remind yourself of what you value, what you love, what you're passionate about and do more of that. Simply put, whatever you love, do more of that. Beautiful. Whatever you have resistance around, do less of that. If someone says, and let's say, let's stay in personal development domain. If someone says you should do ads, and over and over again, you don't like doing it, stop doing it. Mm. If someone says you should uh, do this strategy or this technique, and it doesn't feel right, to go back to what we shared, our feelings are our greatest guide. Stop doing things that make you feel bad. Now, I just want to say there is a something you've also got to pay attention to. A disclaimer. A disclaimer. Sometimes you feel bad about the thing because there's an underlying issue going on. A desire, maybe. M maybe a, a desire. Maybe it's a fantasy around this thing. Mm, and an actually, illusion. It's an illusion, absolutely. Maybe it's ego. Sure. Maybe it has to do with your limiting beliefs. And this is why to go back to the first thing that we spoke about. In finding out what your true nature is and moving more into things that bring you flow and moving away from things that make you feel resistance or make you feel internal suffering, you've got to go back to understanding yourself. Yes. And this is why it's important to meditate. Meditate, meditate, meditate. I wouldn't have said this four years ago, mm. but the more I meditate, the more I become. Beautiful. And the wiser I become because I'm spending that time going within myself and understanding myself. And it isn't until you understand yourself that you will truly understand others and therefore understand the world. True. But if you don't understand yourself, you'll try and understand the world and it will never make sense, including why do they have that and I don't have that because I work my butt off. You were never meant to do that thing. Go back into your past. Sit. Meditate, reflect. Reflection guides us to the truth. And as we know, the truth sets us free. Free from our, from our own limitations. Free from suffering. Free, free from, from trying to excel, excel at things that you never meant to excel at. Beautiful. In yoga, we call this Purusha and Prakriti. Prakriti being the natural nature of every human. Where, where it says in the text that you're able to do something that you can excel at. And your job is to find out what that is. So don't ask the monkey to swim and don't ask the fish to fly is what it says in the text. And I'd if, like to read that text, by the way. If you I, I, it's part of the Jataka tales, which is part mm -hmm. of the, like, it's the easy way of explaining the Vedas. And they also say that with every human's prakriti, uh, which is the nature matches with the nature mm. of the universe and when you can find out what is your true nature and you can easily you don't have to love what you do or do what you love you're just naturally built to do something absolutely and i'd love to give another example i've studied natural living for a long time and if you look at people in tribes right some of them are hunters some of them are gatherers but some of them and caretakers are caretakers and they're looking after the home the kids they're they're doing all different things cooking the food and a lot of people, including people close to me in my life, think, oh, I love this, I love that. Why can't I just choose one thing? Mm. Here's why. You're never meant to do one thing. Beautiful. And I really hope that speaks to some people here. <laughs> if you find yourself in a place where you, you are causing your own anxiety through delayed, your anxiety and your feelings being a delayed response from what you have just thought, stop trying to figure it out. There is not a thing to do. There is only what you know. Mm. And that is not to be found in your head. That is to be found in your heart. At this moment, I'd like to talk about his brand new book. It's called uh, Spiritual Fitness. And the tagline says, Are you ready for the best self-mastery challenge of your life? It's by Jean-Pierre de Villiers. Number one, hot release. Australia Healthy Living. Number three, UK Personal Transformation. And the top 50 USA Healthy Living books. Uh, so tell us about this. So this is basically two years ago or just over two years ago, I had a near-death accident. Uh, 
actually believe I died and came back. But I was hit head on by a drunk driver in a hit and run collision on my wow. bicycle, flown to hospital in, helico in a helicopter, two weeks in intensive care, seven weeks in hospital, had to learn how to walk again. Anyway, it definitely was what's called through, tra uh, through trauma, a spiritual awakening. Mm. And that moment was very powerful for me. The toughest moment of my life, but very, very powerful because it woke me up to so much. One thing that it woke me up to was if I didn't study everything that I'd been studying, I would easily become a victim right now. But I said, thank you, God, for giving me this challenge. Yes. And thank you for giving me the tools to be able to thrive through this adversity. So I took that moment of my near-death accident. And that experience. And, I put, and the experience. And I put the tools into action, right? Acting on your awareness. And I had an incredible journey of recovery and transformation and becoming more than I even was before my accident. This book is the story of that recovery and the tools that I use. Like and trusting I, I, my I intuition. see now the cycle, the bicycle spokes and the wheel, and now it makes sense because it's also the wheel of life. And it's meant to be a mix between a bicycle wheel, the wheel of life, and a mandala. Wow, that's amazing. Go, go check it out. We'll put a link below. Spiritual Fitness by Jean-Pierre de Villiers. Let's get into tips now. Some practical tips which everybody can take home and deploy to change their lives. So this might not sound practical, but I, I will start with something that is incredibly important. And it is because once again, mindset is everything. Everything is mindset. Your ability to be on the show, to get to work, to to come home, to have a happy relationship, nothing excludes mindset. So the first thing to changing anything, mind, body, spirit, finances, job, is about taking responsibility for where you are and where you're not. Mm -hmm. So I just really want people to understand that it doesn't matter what you do or, or who you immerse yourself in or what you immerse yourself in. If you don't take responsibility day by day, moment by moment, decision by decision, you give yourself permission to stay where you are. And this is why personal responsibility is so power, so powerful because it gives us the power to change in any moment. So even if I feel down, I know it's my responsibility. And when you hold yourself responsible for everything that is and isn't, you can't stay there for very long mm. unless you give yourself permission. Yes. But then you, yeah, you, then if you know about personal responsibility and you stay where you don't want to be, you have to understand that I'm giving myself permission to be here and who would want to do that? So that's the first step. Second step is to make sure that you're surrounded by the right people. Mm. And it's not enough to get around people. You have to get around the right people. And I don't just mean positive, happy, Let's clappy, define right. spiritual. It's how do you want this all to end? Mm. How do you see your life 10 years from now? What is the legacy that you want to leave behind? If the people in your life, and some people will agree with, disagree with this, if the people in your life aren't aligned to your biggest goals, your, your most powerful vision for your future, for humanity, for your community, then you are compromising on what you can achieve in your life. And for this reason, I believe that you have to be very selfish, otherwise known as self-full, and always or make self -loving. sure- Or self-loving. Or self-loving. And, and make sure that you're only around people that give you energy because energy is contagious and energy is fuel. And we all need fuel for our future, fuel for our mission, fuel for our family, our calling, etc. I keep my circle very small. I have very few friends. I have a lot of friends. You know, mm. I consider everyone my friend, my family. I love everyone in the world, good and bad. But in terms of people that I connect with regularly, it really is a small bunch of people because time is so precious to me. Yes. The 86,400 seconds that I have in my day, I do not want to give them away to anyone else. Very true. And whether you think that's selfish or not, that is okay. I love you anyway. I have unconditional love for you but I'm here to be the best me that I can be. And especially after my accident, I know without any doubt that we're not going to be here forever. And we're going to die. I'm going to die. So I don't want to compromise on the life that I have left because it might be one month, one year, 10 years. I don't know. And I want to make the most out of it. So what are your values? What is the big picture? Great question. How do you want this all to end? Mm -hmm. And then ask yourself, do the people in my life align, truly align, fully align to the person that I want to be. And if they don't, it's time to get to work. Tough luck. Weed them out. Yeah. Weed them out and, and do it with love and kindness. Yes. I, I love that. When you said this, there was a hidden tip in it, which is protect yourself and protect your energies and make sure that 
you're not surrounded by anybody who sucks your energy out instead you're surrounded by people who enhance your energy and that should be your value proposition and creation of functional relationships otherwise it ends up being dysfunctional absolutely and here's a great way to look at is it functional or dysfunctional is it charging me or draining me is it giving me energy or taking away is it lifting me up bringing me down inspiring or making me think of you know in desperation very simple now i don't know if in dubai people know what radiators are let's call it heaters yeah. right yeah. things that emit heat are the people in your life a radiator or a heater or a drain Mm. Right? Are they taking from you or are they giving it to you? You know that. And once again, how do you know that? Trust your own intuition. You don't need me to tell you whether people are taking from you or giving away. You already know. Learn to trust yourself. And if you feel uncertain in making decisions around this topic or subject, go do a workout, go for a walk, go for a swim, move your physiology, move your energy, put yourself in a more confident and certain place because that's always where you should make decisions from. And if you're disempowered physically and you're not breathing properly, you're not moving properly, you're going to settle for more average in your life, including more average people. Here's an example. I know someone that stayed in an unhappy uh, marriage for a long, long time until they got fit. And when they got fit, they quickly changed because when you change, you demand more from your life and True. you command more Beautiful. from your life. Talk Wellness with Anjan. This episode of Talk Wellness is powered by the Reconnect Heartfulness Initiative. Be a part of the mental strength movement. Visit reconnectheartfulness.com. Talk Wellness with Anjan. I wanted to spend a few moments talking about all the different high performance coaches that you've had the privilege to share the stage with like Tony Robbins and Lisa Nichols and Jay Abraham and Mary Buffet and Prince EA. Tell us about these experiences. So some of them have been coaches and mentors to me. Uh some of them have just been people that I've shared the stage with and spent time backstage or uh in in Dubai's case, you know, I met Prince EA and Mary Buffet and Jay Shetty. through doing an event for Najahi events and uh, they they just treated us incredibly well and I had all these experience with them and I, I'd like to think that you know we're all we're all friends today and uh, I'm very grateful for that and you know that kind of ties me into why I have had the blessing of having all these people in my life I everything I am today let me let me start again I was 35 years old I was walking through London feeling truly grateful for my life and i just thought wow there's been so many ingredients that have led to the result of who i am today far from perfection but to who i was at 35 years old mm. and i thought to myself because i've always been very introspective on top of everything in my life what has been the one most significant tool blessing gift and it's been who I have in my life. And in terms of mentors and coaches, yes, I'm a, a mentor and a coach to people, and it would be ludicrous if I didn't have my own coaches and mentors. True. I mean, I would be a hypocrite. You know, that is the definition of a hypocrite and saying one thing and doing another. And when I was 23 years old when I hit rock bottom, I didn't know where to go and one of my friends said I want you to start following this guy named Anthony Robbins. <laughs> and I started following uh, following Tony Robbins and all of his work and courses and seminars for for a long time. And as we change, it's okay for your mentors to change too. Absolutely. Many people they latch on to a coach, mentor, teacher for many years more than they actually needed to. And they feel guilty about breaking away from that teacher. The only reason is is because they're not doing it from a place in love of love and kindness and gratitude. So when I got to a point where I was like, you know what? Tony Robbins Tony Robbins can't be my main teacher anymore. I'm just heading in a different direction. I'm a different person to I was 6 years ago. So I with with grace, love, kindness, I just in my mind obviously just thank Tony Robbins for everything that he did for me. I still consume his stuff every now and again, but you know, I was and obsessed Tony Robbins student. Then I felt intuitively who is going to be my next teacher and I searched and I searched and I searched and one day I went to an event. I met her and I knew Lisa Nichols because Lisa Nichols is all about living your truth. Mm. And and showing yourself as the full expression of you. 
And I knew at that point I'd accumulated many NLP skills, Tony Robbins skills, personal development skills, but I was still applying it to excelling in things I was not meant to excel at. And I was successful on the outside as a coach, speaker, etc., on social media, quarter million um, uh, following across social media. But I still felt like this doesn't feel right. And I found Lisa Nichols and then she became my coach, my teacher, my friend. And I'm, I'm very grateful for her. And then, like I said, most other people have been people that I've met on stage. But people that give me inspiration, I think I said before, I can't remember, definitely said it today before, inspiration can come in many shapes and forms. And I just look at people as an observer, not as a judge. And I ask myself, what about them inspires me? And do I want some of that in my life? And mm. actually, like Mahatma Gandhi said, his life is his message. I yes. do my very best to live in a way. I'm not trying to tell you what your value should be. You're your living should it be. for people I to see. I just want to live an inspired life to be a good human being. And if Beautiful. someone thinks, like I thought about Tony and Lisa, man, there's something about him I want to learn, then I'm here for, for you. I'm here to serve you. Amazing. I ask all my guests this, and uh, what is your biggest failure? What did you learn from it? <laughs> my biggest failure was trying to excel at things that I was never meant to excel at. It was with people's best intentions, thinking that because they care about me, I should do what they tell me, when actually they will never have the level of understanding around why I'm here, what my purpose is, what my passion is, and giving myself permission to say thank you, but no thank you. Nobody will know you as well as you can know yourself. Exactly. Because I grew up with a less than mentality mm. for a long time. Anjan, 10 years ago, if you told me you should do this, you should do this, I'll just say yes, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Now imagine doing that for Everybody. 20 people, mm. 30 people, 40 people. I lost myself. I lost myself. That's crazy. And I lost myself in the pursuit of success. Here's the kicker, based on other people's view and perception of what success means. And it wasn't until I went inward and I took a journey in a different direction that I was able to move from inwards, forwards and upwards, transcending my own limitations, moving further than I was and learning to understand myself at a deeper level. I love it. Name one common myth in your profession that you've encountered when people come and say something to you, like a common myth that you want to debunk. People want to, obviously in personal development, one of the things that's always going to be at the center of that is health and fitness mm. or energy. And people think that let's use losing weight to keep it really short, simple. clear, concise, simple. Let's use uh, losing weight as an example. People think the goal is to lose 10 kilograms. The goal is never to lose 10 kilograms. The goal is to work on your identity, to believe that you can be someone that is 10 kilograms lighter than you are now. Beautiful. Because your body fat or your bank balance or the quality of your relationship is a pure reflection, mirror reflection of who you believe you are. And until you are willing to change your identity on the inside, it's like planting an apple seed and woo-sawing, namasteing, praying and chanting your way, expecting, visualizing fruit. oranges or mm. watermelons to come out. Whatever, plant, whatever seed you plant becomes a fruit. Beautiful, beautiful. And you need to change the seeds. And that, that has nothing to do with the ins uh, with the outside plant seeds every single day because you already are just live more consciously more presently to know what seeds am i planting right now in this moment and is it taking me towards what i want values dreams goals vision how you want this all to end or is it actually taking me towards what other people want for me and sometimes it's not the same place Talk Wellness with Anjan. Even this is something I ask all my guests. I call it pursuit of relaxation. And I ask my guests what your thoughts on happiness are. 
my thoughts on happiness are that it doesn't come in being busy. I mean, you can find temporary happiness in being busy, but if you're living on a steam, uh, what's it called, a, a bullet train, a speed train, you don't really know where you are, so all your happiness is always temporary. It isn't until you slow down and stop, become fully present, that you understand what true happiness is. And that's to to live in the present moment. It doesn't matter whether you're doing something, being a human doing or being a human being, like we discussed the other day. It's feeling happiness because happiness is not an experience. It's a feeling. But if you tie your happiness to experiences, you'll always be living in the future, waiting for the next stop on the train. Mm. And for me, I, 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 I realized around 30 years old, that happiness is being truly happy with where you're heading in your life and at the very same time being as happy where you are without having to lift a finger and i think that most people or many people have the first version i'm happy with where i'm heading but they're obsessed with being in action because they don't know how to be happy right now and there is always going to be a gap between them being happy in the moment and them seeking happiness in the future. So, yeah, that, that's my that, that's my view on what happiness is. It's being truly happy. Not telling yourself you're happy, knowing that you're happy with who you're becoming, how you're serving, how you're showing up, and at the very same time, not having to think of any of that and just being happy where you are for no reason. Now, if you noticed, I call this segment Pursuit of Relaxation. Because with relaxation comes contentment. In Sanskrit, it's called santosha, exactly what you're talking about, being happy with where you are. But that doesn't mean stopping the need to keep growing. Absolutely. When you're happy where you are, the big thing that changes in your life, you move from an idea that you need to achieve Mm -hmm. to you want to achieve. Beautiful. Because when you're happy, you want to give. We know this, that when people aren't happy, they do not want to give. But when you're happy, you want to give to someone. If someone makes you happy, your automatic response like that's always been in you is compassion. You want to be compassionate to that person. You want to do something for them. And mm-hmm. that's why you know, I was actually thinking on the way here, man, I would love to weave this into this conversation. You just did. Love and kindness is everything. Because when you are more loving and kinder to yourself you need less but you want more because your cup now rather than being empty going i need i need i need i need your cup is so full that the overflow you just want to share with others beautiful and that's why i believe love and kindness will and this sounds super fluffy so forgive me no i love the way you're articulating it so love and kindness is what will change the world because if we are more loving kind to ourselves, in Africa we have a saying called Ubuntu, I am because Ubuntu. of you, you are because of me, I am because of us. It means that basically if I'm thriving, I want to help you thrive. And if you're suffering, I'm suffering. Yes. So if we can put ourselves, look, we are the work. This came to me in a meditation. Oh, this is happening with COVID. I'm vegan as well, right? Mm-hmm. So we're the vegan, vegetarian, most people do it because of love and kindness towards other beings. And we look at COVID and we, we, we challenge each other's beliefs and we question each other's beliefs and we, you know, we go against each other. I mean, we are the opposite of love and unity. We're fear in separation. The work that we require right now is us. That is the work. And if you use the model or the philosophy that Joseph Campbell, this philosopher, would speak about all the time, and most people know in personal development, is called the hero's journey. The hero's journey, whether your whole life is a hero's journey or multiple hero's journey in your life, has three parts. Separation, adventure or challenge or threat, return. And when every time you return home after your own journey, you return home a different person. Every movie, every superhero movie, every... That's right. um, You know... Fiction novel, yeah. Any movie, any book, etc. Any inspirational story that you're reading about someone else's life is about a hero's journey. If you think about that, we are now at the beginning of a hero's journey. The post-pandemic hero's journey. What is the first step of a hero's journey? Separation. Mm -hmm. No one can deny that we have all been separated right now. So trust, have faith that this model that's existed in every single story for thousands of years, that we're just on a journey. And the work to do, the adventure, the calling is love and kindness, 
practicing self-awareness, practicing situational awareness, what is right in the world, what is wrong in the world, and how can we be better? If we can all become masters of ourselves, we can become masters of this challenge and we can become masters of our world. Amazing. I call this stress buster. Five tips you have that you use to get rid of stress. So I call it my five to thrive. I love it. And every single morning, I said this to a client yesterday. I said, start your day as you intend to go on and set yourself up to win in advance. I call it my five to thrive. It's one, hydration. I fuel my body with energy every day because we dehydrate throughout the night. Number two, inspiration. I breathe in. <sighs> At least 10 very deep, conscious, present breaths. Number three, meditation. And I get quiet and still and just sit with myself, welcoming in the new day with gratitude, appreciation, and looking forward to the day with enthusiasm. Number four, energization which is just do something to move. Most of the time for me, it's yoga. And then number five, once I've hydrated, I have uh, uh, breathed or inspired. <laughs> I'm trying to make it sound all the same. Once I've uh, done the water, once I've done the breath work, once I've done the meditation and the, and movement. the movement, I open my journal and I write. Beautiful. And I have a strategy around what I write every morning. I call this shipwreck. If you were to be shipwrecked on an island and you had your food, your clothing, shelter, everything taken care of, what would the two items be that you'd want to carry with you? Oh, this is so good. Sure, I don't know. There's so many. I'm just going to say for, you know, for, for time, uh, a book. Which one? Something like the Bhagavad Gita or, uh, you know, a book... I'm I'm absolutely in love with Buddhist philosophy. So okay. like some kind of Buddhist scripture, so a book and I don't know, something to keep shade because <laughs> I can't be in the sun for too long. <laughs> okay, I call this wear on John's footwear or it's great you're also barefoot today, so am I. What is the one thing if you could wear my footwear that I didn't ask you that you would have asked yourself? What's next? What's next? Oh, you're going to throw that back at me. <laughs> What's next is to keep spending time investing time in understanding myself knowing how to move into the full expression of who i am to shine my light on a world and on the world my apologies and to do it in a way that i'm completely free from the opinions of others and authentic then because i i, I mean I, I like to think that i don't live by the opinions of others i like to think that i am authentic many people tell me both of these things but i know once again to come back to a theme of this conversation no one knows like i know mm -hmm. i know inside that i'm still living in a way that i'm not fully showing up as me because of being judged or fear of, you know, I have some incredible clients, maybe I'll lose a client or what would this person think or what will my mother think? And I'm just so ready. I'm pretty much there at 40, but there's just a few little things that I really want to focus in on this year. Why? Because when we step into our own light, no, when we free ourselves from the opinions of others, from other people's expectations, and we move into who we are meant to be, like Marianne Williamson said in her poem, Return to Love, when we liberate ourselves, we give other people permission to do the same. Beautiful. And that is all I want, Anjan, is I just want, in my temporary existence of this life, I just want to give per people permission to be themselves and remove their own suffering and free themselves from whatever is keeping them stuck where they are because life can be great and you don't need to accumulate anything on the outside you just need to understand who you are on the inside and then everything else just becomes a bonus now though i've spent only say one hour with you i know for a fact you're already doing it and no matter if you feel you haven't reached there that's your internal dialogue to work with but where you want to reach is where you are already. The only thing left, I feel, is the remembrance. Mm, that's beautiful. Before I let you go, one last quotation or like a motto that you have written down somewhere or maybe it's on your phone or maybe you wrote it down in your mirror that you want to leave all the listeners with. Two, two different things. One, what I usually sign everything off with is keep moving and never settle. 
the second thing to go back to what I just shared because it was in my mind but I didn't feel like I could bring it into what I was saying it's a quote by Dr. John D. Martini who I believe is one of the most intelligent humans currently alive and it goes back to what we've shared throughout this conversation knowing thyself trusting your intuition and here's his quote when the voice and the vision on the inside becomes more loud and profound than the noise and the opinions on the outside then you have mastered your life wow that is profound and simple at the same time so good jpdv it was a pleasure having you thank you so much thank you so much for dropping by to talk wellness and sharing the depth of your experience and knowledge with everybody absolute pleasure thank you for having me talk wellness with anjan this episode of talk wellness is powered by the reconnect heartfulness initiative The Heartfulness Initiative is a seven-dimensional wellness enablement program for you to be at your best human condition through a scientific approach to mental health and overall well-being. Reconnect believes in the power of love, empathy, and human connection in healing mental illness and empowering humans to be aligned with their purpose for holistic growth. Be a part of the mental strength movement. Visit reconnectheartfulness.com. Talk wellness with Anjan. I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode, and I'd like to remind you that the perspectives that we shared on this show are of my guest and myself only, and you should evaluate if it works for you before making it yours. Always consult your own doctor, therapist, and healer before you make any drastic life changes. And we would love it if you could share this podcast link with your friends, your family, your circles, and talk about it. And that's why we call this series Talk Wellness. We need your support to get the conversation around well-being to be a more prominent one. I would love to connect with you across social media. Look for Meditate with Anjan on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And also, please leave a review. This will help us grow. Our next episode is episode 21, featuring the transpersonal psychologist and counselor Nargis Raza, and we explore where does criticism come from. Thank you once again for your listening and for your love. Stay relaxed. Namaste. Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Talk wellness with Anjan. I'm really thankful to the Reconnect Heartfulness Initiative for being the sponsor of this episode of Talk Wellness. You can be part of the mental strength movement too. Visit reconnectheartfulness.com.